Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We're episode number 91. My name is Craig Prowse and this adorable little scamp over here is my brother, Gino Prowse. How you doing today? Good, man. Wasn't expecting to be on the episode. Love to be part of the show, so. Yeah, we gotta give our uh, shout out to Mandrew who can't make up with us today. He has some family things he had to resolve, so uh, in dire times, Gino steps up to the plate and takes a swing and uh, hopefully we get a home His run. loss be my game. So, uh, normally guys, you know we love drinking beers around here. Um, I kind of ran to the store just to go grab something. Um, this is the Bubble Stash. It's got a really cool color, a good looking box. It's a 6.2 in alcohol. It's an IPA American and it is from Hot Valley Brewing Company and because um, we are trying to do, I know IPAs have always kind of been, I don't want to say our Achilles heel, but we get a lot of criticism for either not drinking them not or trying make, them. Yeah, so we've been trying to go out of our way for them. And um, this one is a lot better than I guess I thought it was going to be, but with the name like Bubble Stash. Michael Bubble Stash. I think it's actually delicious. And the can, I like the can. The can pops. It's screaming at me. This can is screaming it's at me. It's yelling at me. And I was looking at it. I don't see the the hazy IPA on it at all. So I'm not a huge IPA condesor, but I kind of think I where the hazy IPAs just kind of hit my palate a little bit differently. This one hits me fine, and I don't see it on there, so maybe that's whatever's in hazy I don't quite like, but this, I can see myself drinking four or five of them. Four or five of the them? The other ones are like one twos. You'll be toasted by lunch. I'll be done by lunch. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, like it's not it. one of those ones that once, they, once you're swashing it down that it just tastes like shit, which, I don't know, I just have a lot of problems with, like, I guess, I, maybe it is the hazy IPA, but... Uh, uh, the only thing I don't see on this, it says cryo hops, whatever that means. Yeah, say something, you learn something new every day, but, um... So yeah, bubble stash. If you guys are drinking along at home, uh, grab a beer and follow us along. So before we go any further, guys, uh, take a moment, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Feel free to follow us on all the social medias you see laid out in front of you or find them in the description. And if you guys are listening to the audio-only uh, version of this podcast, whether it's on iTunes or Spotify or something like that, do us a favor, leave us a nice, gentle review, maybe a comment, and uh, tell us what we, what, what we can do to do more for you. For you! Um, so, uh, before we get into the stories, guys, we always like to start off with, what are you up to? Our kind of recap of what we've been watching and what we've been playing, what we've got planned. So, um, I'll start it off. Uh, I've been playing, uh, piggybacking off of Andrew, who just finished his Twitch uh, run and now his quick I think his speed knife run in two hours. Oh very impressive. Yeah, I good. loved watching that. The kids as sharp as that knife he uses but Resident Evil <laughs> 8 is the game I started playing and um, I am probably I don't know three four hours or something. I'm playing it on easy I'm not trying to go out of my way to play this particular game on hard but I've been out of the castle so if you watch any of the trailers you know it's like the big tall lady castle? with the three vampire sisters or whatever they are. I'm I'm like out of that area now, so I'm moving along. So there's a lot more to the game than I thought. I kind of thought that was the whole world that you're invested in. So I'm not I'm not gonna try to give you any spoilers, but there's more to it than just the castle and those ladies. And I'm like finding it. that. So and what I was watching is there is a documentary called The Orange Years, the Nickelodeon oh, story I've been dying on to watch Hulu. That. It's like an hour and forty something minutes, and it's fantastic. It really. I mean, it's a nostalgic base. If you were a kid in like the late 80s and the 90s, um, it goes back and just kind of documents of where they got their roots from, uh, where they kind of pulled their ideas from, how they started building it from um, 
like shows that they kind of fought off like of Canada of, of uh, things you can't do on <laughs> Canada, TV. Blame Canada. <laughs> and then it rolls into how they started developing um, game shows and then um, like not sitcoms, but like Pete and Pete and things like that. And then they get into like their cartoons and it's oh, just I'm dying. To dude, watch it's a that, really man. it's a really really good one. So if you guys haven't checked it out. Uh, do that, and then as far as what uh, up to this week, actually starting tomorrow, I'm leaving out of town to go to California for two days, and then I'm going to Mexico, Mexico! from uh, Monday, and then I'll be back Friday. So we probably won't have an episode next Friday. We'll probably record that Saturday and have it up as quick as we can. So I just wanted to use this little spot to let you guys know that we might be a day late on our next. And a buck at, short, <laughs> a dollar short. Bring me back something French. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, so Gene, what have you uh, what have you been up to, my man? Um, last I think I was on here. I talked about I downloaded Mass Specs. I've actually been playing it, and um, man, the remaster is looking good. Like mm, the graphics juicy. are looking good. Uh, the story is is just solid. Just playing it again, diving back into that world. Have you got out of the Citadel? Or are you still? Oh like- yeah, no, no, I'm out of the Citadel. Just went <laughs> to that star map where I visited my first planet. All the bullshit where you have to find fuel and doing all this this stuff is completely gone revamped like it's just what you need and then they uh revamped the leveling system on one to kind of compare to two and three so and it's been a long enough time where i played one to where i I remember some of the bad stuff but replaying it it's just it's just fluid like it might seem a little dated but the story is so solid that i don't think you're gonna it's gonna matter. Yeah, once you get the two, it's just gonna be like like okay, I li- that first four hours flew by because it's I forget that it was just all story and narrative, and then I just started getting into the explorer. I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to drive the rover and do all this shit. <laughs> Red but, rover, dude. But you you just get into it, and they they got rid of all the stuff that was tedious in the first game, and that's really what I was uh, hoping they would do. Nice. Uh, as far as watching though, I would have actually probably beat it last weekend. Uh, but I'm down the rabbit hole with Mayans, um, the spinoff from Sons of Anarchy. I never finished Sons of Anarchy. I only watched season one. Uh, but I'm, me and her are just watching Mayans, and I'm, I feel like I'm part of the gang. You is, know what I mean? Is Mayans a prequel or a sequel? I think it's a prequel because when they're going through season one, they're still talking about like Sam Crow being the head of it and shit like that. Like there's no mention of Jax or, or um fucking the the other guy i don't think his name's sam crow right i don't watch that i'm saying yeah i think it's a prequel because because they're not talking about the current people that i remember in season one so but again I'm, i didn't watch enough of season one to really know but really good they're full on like 56 minute episodes so like we're just cruising through them that takes up a night you know when you get off nice. work nice a beer and a night a beer and a night so guys leave down in the comments below what you've been playing what you've been watching and what your weekend plans are because uh you know we got a lot of things going on over here so with all that done and out of the way guys let's move into our main story and this is something that's been circling the net and it's got a lot of people confused or maybe um it's being misconstrued as as something that it's not so there's talk right now going on with what's going to be happening with warner brothers gaming studios but more importantly time warner and warner media and it's and the parent owner company at&t so uh because now there's talks you know that Things are being in a cell, things are being in a merger, things are being split up. And I kind of just wanted to put um, that into context with you in terms of the history. And then more importantly, you know, at least from our point of view, what exactly is happening. Because there's a lot of articles that are, I want to say getting it wrong, but maybe just don't have the correct information to present it. So, you know, we use our little soapbox here to, uh, to do that. So, AT&T back in 2016 announced 
an offer to acquire Time Warner for $85 billion. And the acquisition went through in 2018. And the reason they wanted to jump into this was because at the time they were looking to get into movies and TV and streaming. But when you acquire that, you also get the comic books that um, Warner Brothers is affiliated with, right? Your Supermans, your Batmans. And then you also get all the gaming divisions as well as all the debt. And since then, since 2018, Warner Brothers has made some pretty big issues and, and errors with certain people. And now I'm not going to get too much into the, the TV and the film media aspect of it because we are going to talk mainly about the video games. But Warner Brothers rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, especially with how they kind of uh, launched out HBO Max that had a bad um, rollout. They had um, a big kind of I would, maybe a dispute with like theater chains, especially during the pandemic of how they were going to start doing their movies versus how every other person in Hollywood was going to be doing it. So during this time, they've got a lot of bad press and up until now, they've accumulated about $200 billion in debt. And that's overall, that's AT&T in general owning all of this. So what they've been looking to do is try to divest their debt and they were looking to offload things. So back or last year around, let's say, let's see, it was June. They were looking to sell their gaming division. Now their gaming division is made up of around 11 studios. Um, that's the WB, Boston, Montreal, New York, San Diego, San Francisco. Uh, there is Avalanche who does a lot of the Disney games and the Hogwarts legacy Monolith, which does all the Lord of the Rings game, like Shadow um, Shadow of Mordor and things like that. Nether Realms, which does the Mortal Kombat and the Injustice. Rocksteady, which has had a hand in all the Arkham games, as well as the new upcoming Suicide Squad game. And TT, which does all the Lego games. So they that whole little in, that little arm was they estimated the value of around four billion dollars, right? They were looking to offload, take care of that two hundred billion dollar debt. Um, they were being looked at by a lot of people, a lot of actual interested buyers like Microsoft, Sony, EA, Activision. So around September, they kind of pulled back on that and they said, guys, you know what? We're, you know, we're not going to sell it. We actually know that these games can make us some money. We're going to sit back and, and see what happens. So, which was maybe bullshit. Maybe it wasn't because up until now, up until this last Monday, a deal was actually made <clears throat> with Discovery for 43 billion dollars which is now going to see um, discovery combined its assets with warner media so i look at it as they i think they kind of put that out there to see if anyone was interested and then once people were they're like we know what maybe at&t can just go let's offload this whole media thing let's just be done with it because you, i mean if you listen to the two numbers i'm saying they bought it for 85 billion they sold it for 43 so they yeah. they already mm -hmm. took it pretty heavy and it looks like they just want to get rid of this. Now, this new company between Discovery and Warner Media is going to be uh, ran by David Zaslav. He's the uh, Discovery president and CEO, and he's going to lead the new company um, with executives uh, from both companies in key leadership roles. So, what I want to be clear, and then I'll let Gino jump in and kind of say his two cents of where he thinks this lands is. People aren't sure is what was being sold, what's a merger, what you know, what was the acquisition. So to clarify, because there's a lot of outlets that are, are kind of getting it wrong, is that this was an official sale between Discovery paying AT&T $43 billion in cash and stock. Now what that did is AT&T then annexed off Warner Media, essentially meaning they do not own Warner Media anymore. They're not. They're not the owner of it. 
So now Warner Media, as its own entity, uh, entity, what, 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 entity, entity, and Discovery are now going to merge and form a brand new company with new uh, shareholders. And it's not going to be owned by AT&T. It will still have shareholders from them, but it's going to be its own brand new thing, essentially making it, and this is kind of some other big news, one of the biggest uh, film media you know, powerhouses in the industry. Um, but again, we're not talking about that. So yes, there was a sale, and yes, there is a merger. And the question now is, you know, what happens to everything else? Because they've kind of fine-lined what's going to happen with the film and TV and streaming. What we're left kind of hanging with that no one's really answered is, okay, well, now what happens with the game? So uh, before I dive any further at all, Gene, is there any... I mean, it's a lot to take in. When you first heard it, I mean, what, what was going through your head? It is a lot. And so as a, as a fan of the show who watched this for my news as well, yes, I heard about it. Yes, did I know the facts? No, I was actually going to watch this show to kind of get it. But here's the thing. When he asked me, hey, let's do some research. There's, there's articles out here. He sent me news watching. I, I was doing my research, and I had notes down, and I had an opinion on it, but it kind of seemed like it was wrong. I mean, the it we we ended up going to a guy that we... John Campia on, on Collider, he broke down a very specific... What's well, not on Collider no more. Uh, does his own thing. Uh, does his own thing. John Campia. Okay, so... What the the unfortunate part about that is there's so many media outlets right now kind of just reporting unknown facts that what I thought I knew, I don't really uh, know. And the hardest part about it, especially on the gaming part of it, is that's the least known aspect. Exactly. Of it. There's yeah. been facts about that I have on, on the HBO streaming and stuff like that that was hard, that I could hard pull. But as far as the gaming goes, that's like the most um, unknown part of what this deal is going to do. Now, I doubt that they're going to uh, piece off a bunch of stuff like a Marvel Fox deal. Like I feel like if it's all the WB and DC stuff, hopefully it just goes to one company. Lesson learned. But I mean, we don't we don't, we just don't know, and that's the hard part that about this murders. It hopefully soon we will. But there's so much stuff just reporting it inaccurately that I, I don't want to spit too many facts out because um, we just don't know. Yeah, because the main thing you just got to be clear about is, is what the cell, what part of the cell was a cell and what part of the merger was a merger. And I, I kind of think it's bullshit that like what we don't know is the video games. Like video games is a bigger industry than movies and TV and streaming put mm -hmm. together. But the and streaming it, wars is real, yeah, brother. And, it's like, and, and we don't know what's happening with this. And because if you look at some of these other articles, it's hard to take like what you know saying what's real and what's not. Because some people mm -hmm. are saying that oh, they didn't unload all of the games. Some, they're going to keep some of them and some of them are going to go here. And it's like, none of that makes sense. If you're selling it as the media portion, then my thought would be that it all moves somewhere else. Or once this new entity becomes its own thing, then subdivisions start doing games mm -hmm. or something like that. And I think it's, um, I think it's fair to say that any game that they had currently in development, because a lot of the games that uh, Warner Brothers had coming out was the new like Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Uh, that's still coming out. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is coming out 2022. Hogwarts Legacy 2022. Gotham Knights. You know, you're kind of... A lot of people are scared. They're like, oh, is it going to get canceled? Are they going to they, they get pushed back further and wait until this thing's actually done? I think we don't have anything to worry about in terms of the, those three or four because they're just so far along in development that at that point it would be stupid to either scrap yeah. them. Like, these guys... Are extremely far. Anything set set in a motion right now, I think, is going to be okay. But yeah, and, and really, it's just a lot of times, like especially when you see like Disney kind of buy up like Lucas and Marvel, 
they're smart enough to let them keep doing their own thing let if the it's team if it's thing. working. I would assume that if whoever gobbled up, if Discovery and Warner Brothers are still going to keep uh, control of the video game aspect of it, then everything's going to move forward. It would be interesting, however, if once they do combine, because this is what I've been thinking, is once they do get it, then do they still sell off the games to for $4 billion to someone like uh, Microsoft or Sony or something like that? I would hope not. I like I like WB and its housing with all those studios. But, I mean, again, like you were saying, everything we do know, video games is the lowest part of that totem pole. And it, it's, it, it's it just is. A, I mean, there's, there's other streaming facts and HBO stuff that I can spit. But as far as, like, the gaming aspect of it, it's the least known uh, part of this equation right now. Yeah, so I just really wanted to kind of point out what the merger was, what the selling aspect of it was, and now we can kind of talk openly about, okay, now how now what it is moving forward, now that we know what identity is what and, and who owns what. So, uh, but really we can't do anything else but speculate. I mean, mm-hmm. I can speculate and, and hope that everything stays as one, but we will know that once this deal is done and, and then we move forward and we see how it goes. But uh, is there anything else you want to add on that at all? Um, no. I mean, everything... Was uh, was- just the clarity of of because a lot of people you know it's a merger acquisition it's very separately three pieces of a of a puzzle it is an acquisition into a new company and this new company is going to be headed by uh, the former CEO of this so I mean there's like three separate moving pieces that you need to understand versus just reading an article and saying hey they're just going to buy it because I completely thought it was going to be a merger and and then an acquisition like it, it's it's a rolling of every bit of that. So it's just, it, it is separate. Just keep it in mind that there's three separate things going on and uh, we'll know it as soon yeah, as we know it. I was it. watching a bunch of videos and a lot of it was the same lingo of like, oh, they're this, that, and the other. I'm like, well, that's not actually right. So um, at least now we know what it is. And again, we can report on it once we move forward. So that is the end of that, guys. If you have anything that you think we missed or you have something you want to add, Leave it down in the comments and let us know what you think about the AT&T sell to Discovery with the merger with Warner Brothers Media and Discovery. So let's move into uh, riffing it up. And I know both of our riffs still kind of revolve around uh, some WB property. Uh, So Gene, why don't you tee us off with what you got? Yeah, super excited. Very. The Injustice Gods Among Us uh, got introduced as the next DC animated movie so for a little bit of facts you never played it uh the game was developed by nether realm studios published by warner bros interactive entertainment released in april 2013 now spoiler alerts if you need this it's been 2013 i'll give you the the kind of base storyline set up in a parallel universe with dc comics multiverse in this reality superman becomes a tyrant and establishes a new world order after the joker tricks him into killing lois lane and destroying metropolis with a nuclear bomb In an effort to stop this, Batman summons counterparts of the League's members from another universe to join his insurgency at the end to end the totalitarian regime. Now, if you have not seen or played the game, the storyline is just epic. I'm a huge fan of like going dark and all that kind of stuff. Just to see someone as pure as Superman get corrupted by this to to me is just like that is what I what I want to see. And it also inspired um, the Injustice comic books that got written as a prequel. So uh, that got uh, written from 2013 to 2016. Uh, and basically it started at a year zero, year zero to uh, year five. Uh, but basically in the insurgent world, it took uh, how Joker manipulated him, how Batman started the insurgency, him getting the Green Lantern Corps involved, 
uh, him uh, getting magic users involved to fight uh, Superman, the Greek gods getting involved, and then basically what the story ends up doing is uh, them bringing Prime Earth, because this isn't our Earth, bringing the Prime heroes into it so they could, because he needed the Justice League's DNA so they could uh, open up like a kryptonite weapon. So between like that and the comic books, like the movie has so much material to work with and the story is so good. So uh, even if you haven't played the game, you can watch a YouTube video the, on, I, on anything and just you. watch the cinematic uh, thing. And it is, we have a movie kind of in itself. So I am going to be very um, interested to see how much they pull from either the prequel or the new one. But I think stories like this need to get told in in a proper way because I was watch I was uh, in Reddit and uh, someone was just saying like do we need every video game to get made into a movie and blah 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 I was like yeah when the story's this deep and this good I mean there's four years worth of comic books and video games to back this story up like I am super excited to see this at, done as a movie and to see it get dark as shit because DC as far as their live action yeah it's good but anim animation is kind of where it shines and they they can get dark and gritty and you can do stuff on an animation page that you can't do live action and there's stuff that I I'm just dying to see how they're gonna work that in yeah because I was actually really impressed with what they did with the um the old the Red Sun because I, I remember reading the old Red Sun graphic novel and the comics and shit one more graphic novel and then they put that to an animated uh, film, and I thought it was fantastic. More Superman, than merrier, man. Superman falling under the Russian sun and uh, becoming, you know, he goes he goes on that kind of path. The fact that, because am, am I right to think that it's um, the injustice with a game first? Then the game, and that's the confusion. It's a game first. Right. The comic book is actually a spinoff of the game, and it's a prequel to the game. So, gap fillers. So, yeah. yeah so, so if you read if you read the comic books, you're gonna end right at where. Uh, this game starts, and then there's also an Injustice 2, which is on the Game Pass, so you should play it, and they actually pick up, um, <laughs> um, where they make it more of an RPG and a loot system, and so they actually add to the game, which is already good, because we don't play fighters, but I think I was Not addicted to uh, the DC characters and everything, and it was one that I actually enjoyed playing, and the story was amazing. Yeah, it's one of these few, like he was saying earlier, like, does every, people ask, do all, do all video games need to be made in the movies? Well, no, not all video games, but all great stories should be reinterpreted and told again and again and again in different mediums they can. And uh, the Injustice is one of the best stories in terms of video game I've ever played, it, in terms of comics we've ever seen. And now hopefully it's going to be one of the best animated things we've ever done. Because DC is one of the best at making their animation movies shine with the story. And what, what was it? Um, it was because it wasn't even like a trailer that came out or a piece of news like on Twitter. Wasn't it off of like the deep, Dark Halloween or Deep Halloween uh, part two that you can actually yeah get it, was the in, news. it was in the extras of uh, the dark Halloween what was it part two or whatever and it released, long Halloween long, long Halloween. Halloween and yeah. it and it showed that that there was going to be a trailer uh, coming up yeah I am looking forward to all of that anything else on that excited just excited I think it's a a story long overdue and it, it's cool that we have the games to play we have the comic books to read and now to have an animated movie to take, do it justice I think it's going to be awesome do it. Injustice. Injustice. And again, so um, <laughs> this is a thing that's ran by Nether Realms. This is something that WB owns. So this is a brand new thing coming out. You know, how does this get mixed up with this In whole um, cell merger thing going on? Because my next riff, or my only riff coming up, is that it's it's something that's in the same vein. So supposedly there's going to be an Avengers versus X-Men game in development using the Injustice 2 engine so using the same engine that the fighting game that Gino's talking about with injustice and injustice 2 
there, there's talks of an Avengers versus X-Men game. So uh, this article is from Gaming Bible, and one little expert says uh, this. It says, uh, NetherRealm, the studio behind Mortal Kombat and DC fighting game series Injustice, is reportedly working on a Marvel fighting game that will pit the Avengers against the X-Men. Reports of a Marvel-based brawler first surfaced last month when notable leaker and industry insider Daniel Richman claimed that the game was already in production. They couldn't share anything more, but Mortal Kombat creator Ed Boon took to Twitter soon after to hint that the studio was indeed cooking up something Marvel-related. Um, <laughs> so if this is true, because again, take this with a big grain of salt because... There's a couple other things that they pull from that don't make a lot of sense. But I know a lot of people are originally thinking, okay, cool. NetherRealms is always known to make DC games. And if there are talks of getting something Marvel related, then are we finally going to get a Marvel versus DC game? Mm. I know that was the big um, the big speculatory uh, game that they thought. And I know we talked about this on our last call Facebook page. But the more we look at it, because I could have talked about this a few weeks ago when it started popping up. But it seems now it's kind of getting closer and closer to being true than than a few weeks ago that it was being false. Is that um, there's still big issues with this because um, you know who can who can they use? What's what legally can they use? Especially with Sony owning things with Spider-Man, with um, with there already being games like Marvel versus Capcom and Marvel versus like SNK and things like that. Who what characters are going to be able to actually be used? And I know they were saying that they're going to focus on more of the newer characters uh, like Shang-Chi and Miss Marvel, but there's no way in hell you could do an Avengers versus X-Men game and not have staples like a Wolverine, a Spider-Man, or things like that. But um, one of the things I also want to clarify is that there will be no tie-in with Insomniac, Spider-Man, or Square Enix's Avenger, which that makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, it game. needs to be NetherRealm's interpretation of it, but... The thing that caught my eye at the bottom of the article, which kind of leads me to be more questionable than, um, than than serious, is that it says it's going to release in late 2021. I mean, we're already in May going into June, and they're talking about it coming out at the end of the year, which to me doesn't sound right, especially when we're still hearing pushbacks from like Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So if this thing even is true... I would be hopeful that it would be pushed back to maybe two years from now, probably. Because when we're looking at this whole merger sell from uh, AT&T and Warner Brothers, obviously they're not going to get rid of the games that they've been developing. You know, theoretical and hypothetical games could be completely scrapped. Mm -hmm. You know, they could completely move over and go, oh, well, what's what's on the list that we don't have to do or start, or that's not even being made yet? This game. But on the other hand, this guy's saying it's already in. Production, but again, production can mean a lot of different things when it comes to development stage. So, um, I'd be interested in it. I mean, I don't know how many more fighting games we need with Hero on Hero. I'd be more interested in them bringing back something like um, X Men Legends or like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, do more things like that. But <clears throat> well, they did recently with with the Switch and everything. exclusively to Switch. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm you not can't, a huge you can't play it on Sony, you can't play it on uh, Xbox. This, they said this will be cross platform PS5 uh, series. X and S and PC. It'd be interesting if something like that had like a Mortal Kombat 11 storyline or an Injustice storyline, or if it's just going to be like a like a fighting game. Because if it's just a fighting game, yeah, it's going to be fun and cool. But if they can do a cool Avengers versus uh, you know Marvel or X Men X Men storyline with the game as it's going through, I think that'd be really fun. But it'd also be extremely difficult to do with everything, all the moving parts that are happening. Well, because I also really like that. Because um, if you look at old school games, again, I don't play more fighting games, but like 
Injustice has a really good fighting system, and if you can adapt all those characters and like those moves and, and mm -hmm. things like that, you got something really special. I very very unique versus other ones. Uh, so that is the end of our riffs, guys. Uh, leave it down below if you've got anything that we missed <laughs> on, you guys want to touch on, you guys want to play on. Hey, anything you want to beat on, you let me know. <laughs> uh, so we are going to move into, we're already stretching it kind of long, we still got to do the contest. So we're just going to do contest. two questions today, and we'll leave these two for later. So let's move into questions of the week, guys. If you wanted to submit a question, uh, leave it down in the comments below, and we will answer it on air, and it can be about anything uh, movies, TV, video games, music, whatever you guys want to hear, we will abide. So, first <laughs> question abides. comes from uh, John Tovitz. He says, I see you guys always drinking beers. You guys have any favorite bars you go to or traveled to? Uh, what do you think, Gene? Locally? Uh, I think Peter Jennings would, would be the stomping grounds. Yeah, I think locally we have a... We have two bars that we like to go to locally. There's uh, the Bearded Gentleman. Uh, they have really good craft beers, and he's always alternating something out, so we always like to go there, uh, check it out. Um, the other one's R River Dogs. That's more, It's a, just a different scene that we like going to, so it just depends on what we want to do. Um, and then as far as going out of town, like if we're going to go somewhere, usually it's going to be uh, Vegas, and they have a bar on Fremont called uh, The Nerd. And it's actually pretty cool. It has like a little um, spot where you can play games. It has uh, yeah, movie, movie memorabilia is everywhere. They have a little bowling section. So usually we try and get there. And then if we're trying to kick back, we usually go to um, Hennessy's, which is right there on Fremont as well. It just has a really kickback vibe. There's a bar or a, a band that's always playing. They're known for having the world's largest pint, so you could order that. <laughs> Um, just one of the first bars, I think, when we went to Fremont and we got to, just always kind of stuck with us. Boy, well, and we always get our, we always get our room on Fremont. So like, it's always like, at the Four Queens or the Golden. Yeah. Like, it's literally like the next bar over. So like, we've just always gone there. So when we go to Fremont, we know like we're always hitting that. Yeah, the common that spot, the common mistake shot. is a lot of people think you got to go to the Strip. The strip's a young strip man's is, game. The, yeah, strip's, the strip is what we did when you were in your twenties. Yeah, and and unless you were watching something the next day, like at a show or a concert or, or whatever, Fremont's where you want to be. Fremont is action all day long, and it's got a grip of bars. And grab me one of moss. And uh, yeah, what Hennessy is is the spot. But um, in terms, the one cool bar that I actually was able to go travel to is when um, me and D'Angelo went on vacation to Chicago. Uh, if you guys have ever watched the show The League. It's a phenomenal show about uh, fantasy football, and it's got, like, Nick Kroll in it and things like that. It's hilarious. But there's a bar they go to called Gibson's, and we were actually uh, from our hotel walking distance to go to it. So when we went there, it was one of the coolest bars I've ever been to. Not only – when you walk inside there, they got a whole bunch of, like, celebrity autographs and pictures and stuff That's like badass. that. And it's it's upstairs and downstairs. So there's kind of a spot that looks like what they shoot when they do the um, – actual filming of the show but i mean and dude, the bartender was just hooking him up so <laughs> gibson was a really cool bar that i got to travel to that actually kind of meant something in uh pop culture but uh nice other than that let's move to the next question leave your answer down below please and spank you uh daniel backstrom writes awesome episode i'm re-watching last kingdom on netflix and utrid son of utrid I, I have heard of that. What's your, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be like a, like a cartoon, I think. Okay. What's your favorite show to go back and rewatch? I've probably watched season one at least six times. Uh, well, between both of us, 
I could watch Seinfeld all day. Like I, <laughs> I wear the ribbon. He wears the ribbon. <laughs> I, I have to fall asleep to it. So I don't want to count it as rewatching as more of it's completely in like my subconscious. But yeah, uh, this is like twenty. I've probably seen the whole thing twenty times. Yeah. Um, one show I always like to go back and rewatch, and I know uh, Gino does as well as Entourage uh, on HBO. If you guys have not seen Entourage. It's it's a little dated if you go back and look at some of like oh, the it's references, amazing. but it's fantastic. And one show from like my childhood that I always like to go back and rewatch every so often is Boy Meets World. The more I rewatch it, the more I'm like, dude, I love Boy Boys Meets right. World because he literally goes from being a kid to in college and show like. That. I mean, I don't watch uh, Girl Meets World. Um, I, I didn't really care for it, but it's that's a that's a good show. That we get a, like Mr. Feeney, Sean, um, Corey, everybody. What's it? What's it on? It bounces around. I haven't. I don't think. I, I don't. Like, I don't know if it's part. on anything. Yeah, it used to be on Hulu for a long time, and I used to be able to watch it that way. I don't think it's currently on anything. So, is I have to make sure it's on something I subscribed. I mean, I have a Fire Stick, and I can watch whatever. But when I'm wanting to watch shows, I, w- I want to cruise. So yes, uh, Seinfeld's probably the number one show I've rewatched. Uh, Friends, when it was streaming, was number two because I used to just alternate. But Entourage is actually the show I just recently rewatched. The, the whole thing of, and then I just started watching Always Sunny. I just finished Oh, that's actually, on Hulu. Yeah, I'm going through Always not Sunny. Not recently. why I didn't put it on what I was doing, but I just finished season one again, like, two weeks ago. And so, like, when it's me, because we, we have our shows, but when I have me time, like, that's the you season that, I, that I'm going through again. And I've, I'm probably on, like, uh, my fourth or fifth run of it. You know what show I've actually gone back and watched a few times? Which one? Um, Silicon Valley. I just he so, recommended by Craig. I just was, finished I my was, first watch. Me and Denny even screaming Great at you. Watch show. it. It's, it's one of those show. shows, and Denny has an interesting like philosophy on it. Like philosophy. It's it's like certain shows you can watch in a you you in a run, and certain shows like aren't worth watching episode by episode. Like back in the day, he's like Entourage. If you had to watch it week to week, it probably wasn't that good. Silicon Valley week to week, not that good. But when you can binge watch four or five seasons, yeah, um, they're fantastic because then you get it all condensed and I don't. I don't know, I, we can talk about TV I don't know all day. Big Bang is streamable because I don't. Streamable, it's on HBO now. Is it on HBO? Okay, because I, I just got a subscription. Actually, I want to go back and rewatch but, that. Dude, that is actually one of my all-time favorite shows. So if I can find mm-hmm. a good, if it's on streaming like I'm almost, that, I'm, I'm going to add that to my repertoire. I'll remove Friends and I'll put. I'm almost positive it's on HBO now. So yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for the question, Daniel. So for new beer, you want to pound it? No, I just got to open up this another one. So guys, we are. At the end, we'll save these other questions for next week. And again, guys, feel free to submit questions in the comments and we will answer them down below. But we've got a contest to get into. So, uh, for the last few weeks, we have been advertising that we are going to be giving away a Nintendo Switch Lite. And all you had to do was um, watch episodes 83 through episode 90 and um, leave down in the comment uh, hashtag switch light be a subscriber like the videos etc etc et well now etc etc et well now is the time to see who is gonna win so I want to clarify this um, so we pick a random uh, name I have a I have an app that lets me uh, or a program on my computer that lets me pick a random name from each episode that uses the keyword and uh, so we have entries from 83 to 90. What we're going to do is we're going to put those names into a hat, and when we pull out the winner, you will be the winner of the Nintendo Switch Lite. It is up to you to reach out to us within a week. Maybe two. I forget what it was. I'll give you two at this point. If we don't hear from, a half. If we don't hear from you, that's on you. I mean, you can find us at our... our I give you guys all of our social medias to find us. Um, 
So let's go through and see who is the potential winner for the Nintendo Switch Lite. We've got uh, episode 83 is Zidane Tribal. Uh, you have the, let me throw this in there real quick. Hat? Yeah. Hat's too big. The hat's too big. Uh, going through the comments, I'm, I'm, I think I've seen that name. Yeah, I like it. Uh, episode 84 is going to be uh, Logan Jacksman. Episode 85 is going to be Al Breezy. Seen that one. Mm-hmm. And I, dude, we've been getting a lot of more people watching. Like, oh, I, I, my, because I'm a fan. I don't usually host. I love reading the comments. So, like, like I love going through everything. It, it's so awesome to see the growth and, and the fan base just continue. I know. Hopefully, it's six. We got more, we got a big uh, we got a big one coming up, and I'll let you guys know about that later. Whoa. Uh, episode eighty six is Vivek uh, Joshi Pro. Vivek. <laughs> episode eighty seven is. The Pokemon Squad. Oh, sweet! <laughs> sweet. I, like, I, I like those. That those episode guys. eighty-eight is uh, Miss Banana Split. Ooh. I like that name. Banana. It, it's a banana cream. I don't like those. I don't like those either. <laughs> uh, episode eighty-nine is uh, Talha Kasim. I know that name. Good. Yeah. Uh, episode ninety is uh, Don H T. So. Guys, these are going to be the names that we are going to put in, and then what? Again, once we pull one of these out, uh, these are gonna. Be, this is gonna be the winner. So if you saw your name, because I remember last time someone got they freaked out. When you see your name, that just means you're in the end. You're in the. You're in the hat. <laughs> now we're going to pull the name out. You are in yeah. the hat. Now we're gonna pull one out and see who is actually the winner. And we have uh, episode 87, uh, the Pokemon Squad. Very so congratulations, cool. guys. You won the uh, Nintendo <laughs> Switch Lite. You, blue. <laughs> you guys won the Nintendo Switch Lite. Very cool. Again, you have uh, two weeks. Reach out to us. Um, hit us up on the social media. Hit us up with your address, and we will send that to you guys. But, guys, if you did not win, don't feel out and don't feel disheartened is Andrew and I and Gino have a lot of more uh, more giveaways coming and the next one is going to be huge so uh, stick with us big 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 stuff (laughs) stick with us make sure you guys uh, don't you know don't unsubscribe follow us because more stuff is going to uh, come so uh, that is the end of this episode very excited man I I, like I said I'm a fan too I watched the episode I've been dying to know what the, dr- the drawing was going to do. Uh, glad it was the Pokemon Squad. Really cool people. Love them. Uh, I'm excited to see what the next giveaway is going to be, man. All right, guys. So until next time, my name is Craig Prowse. That is Gino Prowse. Cheers. <laughs>